adjusted, bitch. Oh, your eyes are fully closed. I was breathing. I was doing a little breathing exercise. Oh, that's nice. I'm sorry. That's okay. I thought you were sleeping. Nope. I was just doing a little, like, a little, like, let's get in the zone. I love that. Get in the deathmatch zone, you know? Mm-hmm. Do, do you feel like you're in the deathmatch zone now? <laughs> do you need another one? Because I interrupted that one, so that was... You did. I'm sorry. Do you want to do it again? No, I'm okay. I'm Liza Poor. I'm Mike Pulasic. Every week, we randomly pick two movies from our DVD collection, watch them, and discuss. When it's all over, we can only keep one. Two disc center. One disc leaves. This is... DVD Deathmatch. Hello. Hello. Hi. Here we are. Here we are. In our little uh, Christmassy oasis. Yeah, we did. We I did. mean, our living room, but. <laughs> <laughs> There's a tree. The Day tree. after Thanksgiving, went right out. Tree Got time. the tree. Stockings are hung by the chimney with care. With care. Yeah. Um, Big time care, I'm going to say. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, it's Christmas time. It doesn't, I don't feel very Christmassy. I'm like waiting for it to kind of kick in. Yeah. It's been warm, mm-hmm. which it probably will be forever now. Um, <laughs> like, we're probably never going to have snow again. Oh, anyway, okay, all right. Uh, wow. <laughs> um, but it's, like, it's been, like, kind of warmish and rainy and... Yeah, we had, like, a crazy storm yesterday. Yeah, we didn't have... I mean, we had a lovely Thanksgiving, but it wasn't a real Thanksgiving. Right. I mean, you did an amazing job Thank with you. Cook, cooking amazing dishes and our family was, we loved them all. Oh, thank but you. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't uh, traveling or anything like that. Yeah, so Thanksgiving is usually, different. yeah, it, it's usually travel. It's, you know, visiting with family. It's um, no matter what, because we, we trade off years and no matter what side you go to, it's big, lots and lots of people. Mm-hmm. And this year it was low key. Low key. As um, I hope yours was as well. So, yeah. So the Christmas situation. I just, I just, I don't know feeling it yet. But I feel like this episode. We'll get This there. month. We're going to get there. Right? Watching all these Christmassy movies? Are you yeah, kidding exactly, me? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And we started with two very Christmassy movies. But we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Topics at the top. Topics at the top. Last week we promised mm-hmm. that we would think about our top three Christmas movies. Ah, oh, fuck. We totally did. Did you think about it? Uh, um, I'm thinking about it right now. You go first. And I'm going to go first. And I will figure it out. This is off the top. This was kind of like top of my head. And I mean, explicitly Christmas movies. It's probably like Elf, Charlie Brown Christmas, um, Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. You know what I mean? Now, what's the criteria here? Are we just talking about like favorite Christmassy movies? Are we talking about like movies that like you have to watch at Christmas? Does that make sense? You know what the difference is? I think Do so. Do I know what the difference is? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Christmassy comforty movies. Kind yeah, of? like I feel like there are, there are movies that I love and that I that are good movies and that I really like them that are Christmas movies. But I feel like my top three is going to be more like the top three that I have to watch or else it's not Christmas. Yeah, right? go for that. Yeah, okay. that sounds good. Okay. Anyway. So I would say, like, because I'm not doing, we're not, do, and again, now we're talking about this too much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, which is, I mean, I guess that's what podcasting is. Yeah. Um, it's us talking. 
Um, would that it weren't. <laughs> would that it were so simple. Um, but, you know, we're not, I'm not doing the, like, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, mm. uh, like, Christmas adjacent movies kind of thing, because that would be a different list. Yeah. But I think, like, Elf, Nightmare for Christmas, Charlie Brown Christmas, those are my three, like, oh, I love these Christmassy movies kind of thing. Okay. How nice. about you? Well, I think we have one in common. Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. We watch Charlie Brown Christmas every Christmas Eve. We have for years and years and years. Um, Love it. So it's, you know, definitely not Christmas without Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. Um, I think my other two are going to be The Family Stone. Mm-hmm. I, and it's so funny because I don't, I never really think about how much I like the Family Stone. Yeah. And then it's Christmas time and I'm like, oh, I can watch The Family Stone. Not that I couldn't watch The Family Stone any time of the year, but you know what I mean. It's sure. like, oh, it's Christmas. This is when you watch this movie. Yeah. And I and every this time... Is when you get stoned, you know? Mm, they do get stoned. Um, <clears throat> do they? Yeah. Yeah. Owen Wilson. No. Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. Yeah. Uh, and his dad go get stoned on the bleachers at the school. Coach. Yeah. Coach. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> but every time I watch it, I'm just like, I... Love this movie so much. It's so good. I hope it comes up this month because it's like it's on our, it's on the list. I know it's so good. It's perfect. Um, so Family Stone, and I think my third one is gonna be Little Women, the wow. Winona Ryder version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, which is like one of those that you could say like, is it a Christmas movie? It feels very Christmassy. But there are several Christmases in it, yeah. so I feel like mm-hmm. it 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 passes the I, the test. That's a Christmas movie, I think so. Yeah, because even the parts that aren't Christmas, they're kind of Christmas. <laughs> okay, like even when it's not Christmas, it's kinda, you know. Okay, all right. <laughs> There's Christmas happening here. <laughs> so yeah, those are my top three. Great. Good. Okay, we did that part. Check. Oh, God. Okay, we got through it. <laughs> um, all right. Should we get to it? Never. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Okay. The movies today movies are today. The Holiday from 2006 and Elf from 2003. Hell yeah. So uh, we watched The Holiday first. Let's do this thing. Let's do the it. Holiday, 2006, directed by Nancy Myers. Also written by her? Yes, and oh. we it was this, we watched two Nancy Myers movies this week because she also directed The Parent Trap. Yes, which we watched with our eight year old and was a delight. A delight, the Lindsay Lohan Parent Trap. Yeah. Um, okay, IMDb summary: Two women troubled with guy problems swap homes in each other's countries, where they each meet a local guy and fall in love. Sure, it's true. That's fine. It's true. That's fine. I'll, I'll take it. The holiday. Okay. And it happens at Christmas. Indeed, it takes place. The the holiday, it's, you know, it's like a double meaning because, like, in in uh, Britain, where the Kate Winslet character is from, a holiday, you go on holiday, like, go on, to go on a vacation is, you go on holiday. So it's like, they, it's a holiday on the holidays, you know what I mean? I just got that. Oh. <laughs> um, You're welcome. All right, let's start with popping off. Popping off. Pew, For pew, new pew. listeners, if this is your first episode, I don't know why it would be. Why you would start with this one, I don't this know, is but welcome. where we talk about what happens when you pop in the disc. <laughs> um, so you see a trailer for Spider-Man 3. Spidey 3. Which I didn't see at the time mm-hmm. because I was working as a PA on a movie 
and you and Kevin went to see it without me. This is a real point of contention that I went to see this movie with Kevin. <laughs> and you, I was like, well, I guess I just won't see Spider-Man 3 then. <laughs> and I didn't see it until this year I finally watched it. And, and was it worth the wait? You know what? I liked it. <laughs> People hate Spider-Man 3. I was like, I kind of like this movie. I don't remember it. It's very goofy, which I think at the time I was very mad about how goofy the Spider-Man movies were. Mm-hmm. When I was in my 20s, I was like, these are not serious. Me. They don't. They, and um, <laughs> and uh, now I'm like, yeah, these are goofy as fuck. Like, yeah, <laughs> like a Spider-Man would be. <laughs> A man who is a spider. <laughs> and I, you know, so. Um, all right. Spidey 3. We've all Catch grown. and release. Catch and release. Have not seen. Pursuit not- of Happiness. I was so mad because I haven't seen that movie. Yeah. It's the the Will Smith movie uh, where he and his uh, son Jaden plays his son. And, uh, and I haven't seen it because it looks real like. It looks like a manipulative, like, make you cry film, which, like, you got to be in the right mood for. And I just haven't been in the right mood for it. But we're watching the trailer and there was a part and I started crying. And I was like, damn it, this is the thing. I'm going to tell you this. Oh, no. We saw that movie in the theater. The fuck we did. We did. The fuck we did. The fuck we did. I don't believe you. We did. I've seen that movie and you and I saw it in the theater. No, we didn't. We definitely did. I have not seen that film. Well, listeners, weigh in. Did Liza see The Pursuit of Happiness? No, I have not seen that film. You have? No, I haven't. Who did I see Pursuit of Happiness with? I don't know. You. When did it come out? Your other girlfriend? Yeah, my other girlfriend. All right, moving on. I have not seen (laughs) The Pursuit of Happiness. You definitely have. Where's the proof? Uh, you know what? This is a true crime podcast now, and it's about how you saw The Pursuit of Happiness yeah. in 2006. We're going to get Sarah Koenig, and we're going <laughs> to get Adnan, and, and we're going to... And the and the murderino ladies. Murderinos. Well, but they're not. They're not murderinos. People who listen to the podcast know, are murderinos. What are their names? Fuck. Uh, Karen Kilgariff. Yes. Georgia Hardstar. There we go. <laughs> Why do I know this? I don't know. I'm currently listening. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Anyway, it's been two hours since we started the podcast. In conclusion, <laughs> I haven't seen The Pursuit of Happiness. In conclusion, right. you have. The menu is um, weirdly out of focus. Yeah, the menu's out of focus. Which is very strange. So that's a note for Nancy Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get her on the phone. Yeah. Bitch, your menu blurry. <laughs> um <laughs> Oh, I almost got a spit take, you guys. <laughs> Look, we don't have enough listeners to like have merch, but that would be the merch. That would be the merch, bitch. Your menu blurry. Yeah, bitch. Your menu blurry. <laughs> really, really got me. Um, oh man! Um, uh, oh, you know what? We do have enough listeners to have merch because Joe Garden's gonna make us some buttons. Hey, we love you, Joe Garden. Yes, we love you, Joe Garden. That's really, really cool. Mike just told me about that. It's really cool. Do you want, do you want to explain that, or should we? No, we'll we'll let it go, and then we'll explain it on a later podcast. I love when that. It's actually happening. Okay, I love that <laughs> so much. Okay, um, so yeah, blurry menu, really basic disc commentary and a making of. Nothing super crazy or exciting. Um. Okay, 
My first note is how much I love the overbearing music (laughs) in this film. I don't remember the music. Are you serious? Oh, my God. The music is not the thing that I would say is the most overbearing. Oh, my God. (laughs) I like I so and I'm completely contradicting myself right now. Uh, there, but there's something about it because it's uh, Hans Zimmer, Zimmerman, Zimmer, Zimmer, just Zimmer. Yeah, great. Hans Zimmer does the music. If he bites someone, they become Hans Zimmerman. <laughs> they <become> a Zimmerman. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hans Zimmerman. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he does the music for this, and there's also it, it's worked into the plot of the film because. Uh, Jack Black does music for films. He's a, yeah, he's a film composer. Right. So like, <laughs> was that necessary? <laughs> Sorry. Was what I said confusing? No, it wasn't. No, Sorry. it was Sorry. not. Sorry. Do you think I don't know that it's composer? No. Sorry. Fuck off, man. <laughs> Any way. Um, Any day. <laughs> We are never getting through this. I know, I know. Oh, man, we're peeking really bad. I'm screaming. Okay. (laughs) Take it down. So, yeah, I love the overbearing music in this for some reason. It's possibly because it's worked into the plot of the film a little bit, but uh, I just, I love it so much, and that's my first note. I love that note. I can't believe you don't, like, remember it. You know what I do? I okay. think I wrote down. <laughs> yeah, I, I think like, I wrote down like smooth jazz somewhere. Yeah, because it's th- there's um, because it's terrible music. <laughs> I can't find my note, but I definitely wrote down somewhere it's terrible music, mm-hmm. which is wild because film composing is such a. I'm I'm just restating what you're saying, mm-hmm. but from a completely opposite point of view that I hated it. I love that. But but because film uh, composing is a part. You mean of the making movie. music for films? Yeah 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 exactly okay, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, <laughs> anyway. so it's Cameron Diaz. Yes, yeah, so let's talk about the plot. Cameron Diaz, um, Kate Winslet, Jack Black, and Jude Law are the the quartet. Cameron Diaz. Yes. Cuts movie trailers. Yes. She lives does. in a huge. Huge insane house house in Los Angeles and she and Kate Winslet swap houses Kate Winslet is a journalist yes in London mm-hmm. who and so they swap houses she has yeah. a little cottage in London mm-hmm. they swap houses Cameron Diaz falls for Kate Winslet's brother who's who Jude, Jude Law. Law and Kate Winslet no sorry and yeah, yes, Kate, Kate Winslet, <laughs> Jesus Christ, um, falls for uh, Jack Black. Yes. Who is something. Who, who is, <laughs> who works with Cameron Diaz's ex-boyfriend, who she like breaks up with at the beginning right, of Burns. the movie. My big note on this entire movie. Okay, let's hear it. Is that it is a, I mean, you know what I'm going to say. Uh, do I? It's long. (laughs) It is long. It is epically long. It is long. It is like Lawrence of Arabia long. (laughs) Um, And it feels long. Uh But, so it's not my thing. Uh Uh-huh. I don't love it. But love how much joy it brings you. (laughs) That's my big feeling about the holidays. That, like, 
I can't hate the holiday mm-hmm. because you love it so much. I do. And I, you know what? And my other note on it, uh-huh. the thing I like, I really genuinely deeply like about the holiday. So the holiday, like it doesn't work for me mm-hmm. as a, as a movie. It's just not my thing. Whatever. It's fine. Right. 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 The thing I really do enjoy about it is a, I always like seeing Jude Law. Yes. Like I just, I think he's a great actor. I he does he he plays drunk in this movie. He like shows up to her house drunk one night, <laughs> oh, I love and it. it is honestly one of the best just drunk performances I've ever seen. Because which is hard to do, very hard to do. Yeah, because he's not like um, I feel like he's like me when I'm drunk, which is like I, I'm like Jude Law. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean like like it feels very relatable, which is like not slurring, not like. Yeah, like bubbles coming out like goofy or something. He has this one line where he says, do you mind if we sit down? I feel like I might bump into you. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But he's just like, like everything is deliberate and I am drunk and let's move on. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he's focusing really hard on what he's doing. Exactly. And he gives such a great performance. Yeah. Um, And the other thing I really like about it is, is, and I don't mean this in a I don't mean this pejoratively. Uh-huh. I really like watching Kate Winslet be stupid. <laughs> and I think like her just being like like dancing around the house and being like, yes. Yeah, like, like goofy. She's yeah, being goofy. goofy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Goofy's a nicer way to say it. Yeah. Um but she is in so many like serious movies. I really like Kate Winslet a right, lot. Right, she's like, a wonderful a, actress and like does a really great job with the like very ex- serious stuff, but she's also very funny. Right. And I, it seems like she's having a lot of fun. Yeah. It just seems like she's having a nice time. And I want that for her. I want that for her, And too. so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, and Cameron Diaz is really great in yeah. this movie, too. I and It's a really good Cameron Diaz performance. And Jack Black is weirdly very good in it, I think. I think, so I did read that the parts were written for these actors, which I find interesting because Jack Black's character is so not a Jack Black character that I felt like that I had the thought of kind of like, I wonder like what happened there. Like it feels like they tried to get someone else and they couldn't do it. And then Jack Black was like, let me have a crack at it. And they gave, you know, he, he shot his shot and shot it. Um, <laughs> I don't know where that was going, but he shot, uh, he shot, he shot it. yeah, but it's a, it's, it's again, it's not like a serious role, but it's very, it's, it's, I mean, the holiday is a hallmark romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's very stereotypical, that thing. And that is not like, he does very like heightened, absurd stuff. It would be called, it would be on Netflix now and be called the Christmas switch or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but it's interesting to watch him, uh, just be, which sounds like a weird thing to say, but it, it is interesting to watch him just be, and he has moments. There's like, like the whole scene in the video store. Yeah. Um, by the way, this movie fucking loves physical media. <laughs> it really so, does. It really does. Yeah, baby. That scene. Oh yeah. We should post this on, on the socials. The socials. Yeah. The, 
scene where Kate Winslet shows up at Cameron Diaz's house and there's just this huge wall of wall. DVDs and she picks out Punch Drunk Love. <laughs> She's she gonna does. watch Punch Drunk Love. She really does. And like it's like and then they're in the video store and that it, you're right, that is the scene where Jack Black is at his Jack Blackiest, where yeah. he's like ski boo dee boo da boo dee you know, he's like doing his little thing. He's walking her right, he's walking her through a bunch of film scores. Yeah. Which like I really like that in theory. I I I don't know. For some reason I wish there was like like, I, I wish I I wanted more from him as the film composer. Like I wanted to, yeah. like Chariots of Fire and Jaws. It's like, yeah, we you, everyone knows that. Like, give me more, give me more, man. Um, um, he talks about the Graduate. Yeah. Um, and Dustin Hoffman is there as a cameo. Oh, it's like Dustin Hoffman is just standing there in the video store. Well, I read this and this again. IMDb trivia, you know, take it or leave Unsourced. it. Unsourced. Take it or leave it. But apparently. Dustin Hoffman, like, drove by the video store, saw a bunch of cameras, peeked in, saw that it was his buddy Nancy Myers, and they came up with that on the spot and, like, slotted him into it. Like, he wasn't supposed to be in the movie. Okay. Yeah, and it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but there's an interesting thing ha- that happens with this movie where you are obviously comparing the two couples because there are two couples. Right, and they're parallel, sorry to interrupt, they're parallel stories that very rarely intersect. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. The two women don't meet each other until the end of the, the movie. The final scene. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's, I think the chemistry with Cameron Diaz and Jude Law is ridiculous. Like it's so <laughs> good. Yeah. Um, he is, I mean, he's Jude Law, but he's like very charming and doing this thing. Uh, hold, let me finish with this one thought before you move on to the next thought, Liza. Finish the thought. Finish the thought. Get it together, Liza. Get it together. Jude Law is super charming because he's Jude Law. Cameron Diaz is, uh, you know, Cameron Diaz. She's beautiful, but she's also very funny um, and does that kind of like, what? Uh, that acting, you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> and they just, they do really well together. Um, and I don't think it's just because they're too... Um, uh, insanely, ridiculously beautiful people yeah. together. Like, yeah. I don't think it's just that. I think they are working against that a little bit and trying to find the chemistry between them that's not just like, yes, we are very beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, well done. <laughs> um, the chemistry between Kate Winslet and Jack Black is not as good, which is so frustrating because I think they're both really good actors. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted there to be more there. And I think where it, what happens there, the reason they don't have as much chemistry is because half of Kate Winslet's plot is taken up with the writer, the old man. Eli Wallach. Yes. Who, which is a great plot. There's so, so there's an old man who lives on the same street as the Cameron Diaz house where Kate Winslet is saying, (laughs) and she befriends this guy and it turns out he's a writer and the WGA wants to like, um, hold a, Wants to, what do they want to do? They want to have a, a an evening with him. Yes, and, he can, and, he, and he's like, no, like, whatever. And then she gets yeah, him to do film it. And, writer, yeah. yeah, and a film and writer, Jesus. A film writer. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of like, like they go out to dinner and they're talking about old Hollywood. And uh, then she has him and two of his friends over for like a Hanukkah dinner celebration thing. And it's, their chemistry is amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason that the Jack Black Kate Winslet chemistry is not as good good is because like i said half of her storyline is taken up with this guy right so you don't get as much it's kind of a weird 
I don't yeah, know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. The the Eli Wallach thing is really. I remember that's the first time I heard, and maybe this is my own idiocy because I went to experimental film school and not <laughs> USC or whatever. But that's the first time I heard meat cute. Oh yeah. Which has really entered the lexicon as a thing that people say. You know, like yeah. people know what that is, and they, and and so he's an old Hollywood guy, and he's like, and the movie's very enamored of Hollywood oh, and yeah. old Hollywood, and like what mm-hmm. a. I, um, you know, Kate Winslet at some point says, like, was it as wonderful as I believe it was? And he says, <laughs> it was better, baby, or whatever. And it's like, okay, no, it wasn't. Like, that's weird. That's weird. Yeah, exactly. So the movie's very enamored of movies and and, old, and Hollywood as a concept and also, like, you know, and all that stuff. So um, I agree with you is the point. Sorry. I love that. Um, the other thing that I was going to say about the Jude Law character is that um, there are a lot of moments in it where you can really feel that that character was written by a woman. Mm. And I don't know if that's the writing or if that's Jude Law, but specifically the scene that I'm thinking of right now is the part where he is explaining to Cameron Diaz about how... Why? So it turns out Jude Law has two children um, that he didn't tell Cameron Diaz about. And then she like goes to his place and realizes and um, his wife died two years before. And he's explaining to her why um, he didn't just tell her. And basically what he says is, is that it complicates things because he, um, you know, he's a single parent. He, you know, reads like parenting magazines. He gets hot chocolate spilled on him. Like he's Mr. Napkinhead, which is like a character that he does for his girls. And, um, and he's like, and it's easier when I'm out to just be a single guy. Yeah. Um, and it was it, that, it just feels you, for me, it just felt like Oh yeah, a woman wrote this. Do you know, does that make sense? Does that make any sense to you? Did you no, feel you that mean? at all? I mean, I I don't know what I I think I know what you mean, but I also just it's almost I don't want to be think, like yeah I agree <laughs> chick know, writing yeah no no, no. <laughs> and I don't that's not even what I mean like yeah, yeah this is a real real chick shit yeah I just mean that like um in the most simplistic way uh it's hard for me to believe that a man would realistically say that <laughs> like be would would. Um, this is horribly sexist and stereotypical, wow. I guess, but just that a man would so eloquently say it's easier for me to separate, to compartmentalize my children. Sure. That feels like something that's a pretty common theme with mothers, or at least with the mothers that I know mm-hmm. that it's easier to compartmentalize so that when you're doing this thing, you are this person. And when you are, with your kids, you are a mom, and that is seems like a very like yeah. common thing. And I don't think I've ever experienced a, a man emoting that or saying that. I'm not saying right. that they can't feel that way or that there aren't all different types of families and they're all valid and you're all beautiful and wonderful and I love you so so much. It's just interesting because you don't see it a lot right. in film. Well, related to that, I think my issue with the movie. <laughs> uh huh. One of them. One of them, yes. Look, I don't love this movie. <laughs> it, well, my issue is that Jude Law's character is very perfect. Mm. And Jack Black's character is very perfect. Everything is 
kind of perfect. Like the thing yeah. I wrote down as my last thing is like, you forgot to put problems in your movie <laughs> um, because it just feels like there's no problems for these people. And yeah. it's a Nancy Myers movie. And I, I kind of respect it as a fantasy in that way. Like yeah. she did something's got to give. She did it's complicated. She did the parent trap. Like mm-hmm. these are movies about, and I don't say again, I don't see this as an insult because I think this is fun to watch. Yeah. These movies about very rich people mm-hmm. with, Zero problems. Yes. No, absolutely. And I think, honestly, that's what is so attractive about it to Mm -hmm. me, is that it's full-on fantasy fluff. Yep. I can turn my brain off for eight hours, however long the movie is, um, and just, like, be in it and... Yeah. And watch people fall in love and, you know, be silly and goofy. And that is what I absolutely love about it. Interesting thing about the, like, Nancy Myers and the other movies and stuff... I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is really similar to Home Again, which is a movie that stars Reese Witherspoon that you haven't seen, but I I have. And I was like, wow, this feels like the same thing. That must also be a Nancy Myers movie. It's not. It's written and directed by her daughter. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) And but it's like (laughs) That's fascinating. Like I should show you like the first ten minutes or something of it because it is like you turn you're like, oh yes, this is a Nancy Myers (laughs) film. But it's I was I, like, blown away. And her daughter was in The Parent Trap. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I will say, I, we're not talking about The Parent Trap. We're not. I really enjoyed watching The Parent Trap. I yeah. really, I thought it was lovely. And yeah. I thought Lindsay Lohan was incredible. Mm-hmm. And, like, I fully believe those as different people. And yeah. if we, maybe it was watching it with an eight-year-old. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I really loved watching that. Yeah. That was really fun. It I did not fun. love watching The Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm glad it brings you joy. The other thing that I wrote down just before we move on, mm-hmm. um, first of all, you see what my largest note was. Yes, here. 136 minutes. Yeah, I had <laughs> huge letters at the top of my notebook. Um, but the other thing I wrote down was that this is so time stamped. Yeah. Because they go to a blockbuster, there's stacks of books, and it's like Jonathan Friends and The Correction, which is like, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's just like a ton of stuff in it. There's blackberries. There's a, one scene with John Krasinski wearing a John <laughs> Kerry t-shirt. You know what I mean? It's just like a ton of stuff that's just like mid-2000s. Yeah. Um, all the DVDs, like all that stuff. It's a very real like time. Sorry, it's a very real. It's a it's a real like time capsule movie kind of in that way that yeah. I, I kind of liked in that way. Um, there's two two separate copies of Jonathan Franzen's The Corrections in this movie. <laughs> one on the stack of books that Cameron Diaz brings with her. On the plane. And then one on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> but I I clocked it. There's two of them. All right. Um, I did write down that Eli Wallach, he, the old man, he, had, he has this scene where she goes to his house and she looks at his, like, sad dinner. Uh-huh. And it's, like, on a TV tray. And I remember I, like, watched it this time and I was like, that looks pretty good. Like, it's like, he's got, like, a salad. He's got, like, some chicken or something. Like, it, it didn't look that sad. But she, like, looks at it and she's like, I got to take you out to dinner, man. Like, this is sad. I think it was more that he was by himself. Not yeah, necessarily maybe. that the food was bad. <laughs> um, one last thing I want to say about it, the uh, just to go along with the it feeling like a fantasy. It is so aesthetically pleasing. Like, yeah, just the way that Los Angeles looks the, I mean, yeah. uh, it's this crazy insane mansion, 
But there's a whole thing where it's uh, the Santa Anas, the winds. The wind is beautiful and the sound of it and the look of yeah. it, like blowing everyone's hair around is gorgeous. The snow in London is perfect. Yep. And it's just like, I was just like, like I felt my blood pressure drop. Yeah. Do you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? That's nice. See, that's what I'm saying. I can't hate this movie. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it and I don't like watching it, but I can't hate it. Um, uh, that's totally true. That's like, yeah. That's it's a it's a fantasy. That's a yeah, real, it's yeah. completely a fantasy. Um, uh, yeah, it has Catherine Hahn in one scene. She's it does. Wonderful. She's pregnant. I wonder if she's actually pregnant, real life pregnant. Oh, I don't know. I didn't even clock that she was pregnant. Yeah. Um. Let's see. It does. There's a hilarious in quotes moment <laughs> where. Uh, Kate Winslet is huffing gas because she's so depressed. Oh, she's God. inhaling gas from her stove. Yes. Because she's so depressed because she's holding a torch for Rufus Sewell. Yeah. Who, um, like, they were, in real life, they were a couple. Kate Winslet and Rufus Sewell? Yeah. Like, before this movie, they were a real-life couple. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that. What about Sam Mendes? Oh, I guess that was after. I was like, what about him? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's what we ask every episode. What about Sam Mendes? <laughs> Um, uh, so that's the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, let's see. Is it available streaming? You know what? It's on our favorite service, which I refuse to learn what it is. Fubo.com. Fubo. (laughs) Might not be a .com. I don't know. (laughs) Um, I believe it's .edu. But you can purchase it elsewhere. Um, and it has just basic features on the disc, which is like commentary and a making of. Yeah. But it's a pretty basic disc, and the menu's blurry. <laughs> um, All right, on to movie number two. Movie number two is Elf from 2002, directed by John Favreau. John Favreau. IMDb summary is, after discovering he is a human, a man raised as an elf at the North Pole decides to travel to New York City to locate his real father. Wonderful. Stars Will Ferrell as the elf. Sure does. James Caan as the real father. Sure does. And... Um, yeah, you pop it in. There's not much to it. it this is it's our a, second... Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. No, no. Go ahead. This is our second New Line Cinema Infinifilm DVD that we own. Infinifilm. Which, which means that all the special features are like threaded throughout the movie. You have to watch it with the Infinifilm settings yeah. turned on. And it's like all the special... All the little documentaries and stuff are pop up. And it's like, do you want to watch a documentary about how the costumes were made? And yeah. And you're like, no, I'm... Wait, movie. yeah. Wait, didn't you say it was a two disc set? It is. This is the wi- this is the widescreen disc. The other disc is the full frame disc. Oh, I thought it was like the Catch Me If You Can, where it was like the special features no. were on disc two. Okay. No. Um, so yeah, there's that. So anyway, the menu is like fancy. I guess it's yeah, it's like a, a storybook. Yeah, it's like it's it, it looks like a storybook. Like it opens and there's. Which is, happens in the movie as well. Yeah. Um, and then also it does the thing that I kind of hate where uh, it's like the Finding Nemo menu where it's just like there's music playing in the background and then a line from the movie happens. Yeah. And then music continues playing in the background. You laughed when I said Finding Nemo menu. Yeah, because menu. I know you have like you're, – you're like very <laughs> intimately familiar with the Finding Nemo menu. Because in college <laughs> – there was there was a, a bunch of friends of mine lived in a house and 
we'd go over there and we'd order pokey sticks and we'd watch Finding Nemo and we'd all pass out watching Finding Nemo. And then I'd wake up in the middle of the night with their big ass TV blaring the Finding Nemo menu. And I never knew how to like turn it off or like I didn't want to get up and turn it off, whatever it was. But it was so annoying. <laughs> but I have several, several times that happened. Yes, yeah, so the Finding Nemo <laughs> menu is burned into your brain. Yes. Um, so Elf. 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 Uh, I, I, I'll kick it off. Kick it off. Love Elf. Lay your cards on the table. Cards on the table. I love Elf. I remember going to see it. I was in college. Uh-huh. And I remember going to see it with my friend Nick. And it was like just one of those, we would just go see every movie kind yeah. of things. And I remember being so pleasantly surprised by Elf. Yeah. As like, a, oh, this is really funny and fun. And we had a really good time. And then I feel like, you know, it came out. It was It did pretty well. But I feel like since then it's become a real like holiday classic neo-classic kind of people it's kind of in that in the canon yeah i'd agree with that um the opening is super like nostalgic they did a really good job with that opening um it feels like rudolph it feels like frosty like it feels and and it's meant to yeah Um, it's directed by it's sorry no no it's directed by john favreau right who did iron man and zathura which we've talked about before um, but who, at least at the beginning of his career, and I, I don't know if this is still true, but like he, I remember an interview or something, and also it seems true watching his movies is that he makes an effort to do practical effects next to digital effects mm. in such a way that where the things feel kind of handmade. Yeah. And that whole opening in the North Pole, it's maybe my favorite like cinematic North Pole. Yeah. No, I was going to say the entire North Pole set is great. Yeah. It's really solid. Um, yeah, it's it's nostalgic, but it's also, like, very clearly has a thing. North Pole set? North great. Pole set. Solid. Really, really well done. Um, so it starts, and it's the one of the elves kind of giving you exposition. Yeah. About, Bob Newhart. It's yes. Great. Yes. Incredible. So great. There's a weird thing that's going on with the elves where some of them have a pitch thing on their voice. Sure. Yeah. And some of them don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was driving me a little nuts. Okay. Cuz it's like why? 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 Okay. Sure. Just the the inconsistency of that yeah, really I, I gotcha. annoys me. I gotcha. <laughs> um but and then so you've got, you know, Elves and then Will Ferrell, who... Okay, how old is he supposed to be? He's supposed to be 30-something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, (laughs) He's supposed to be, like, in his 30s, but he's doing the Will Ferrell thing, which I think is where he thrives, Mm -hmm. where he's playing a child. He's playing a child in an adult's body. I mean, they don't... (laughs) No. Where I... They don't ever, like, uh, you know... they don't ever go into it's like stepbrothers. They don't go into why he's like this mm-hmm. besides just that he's an elf. Mm-hmm. But even the elves in the North Pole are adults. Are adults. Yes. And he's just a perpetual child. Yes. And I think that that's like um where where he has, you know, that's where it's the Will Ferrell of it all. Yeah. I mean like and I don't it, it, he it, he is doing a good job. Like it is it is funny. 
the second I start to think about it, it loses all of the shine for me. Sure. Because I'm, I'm literally like, why? Why? Because it's not just like, it's not even just like, oh, it's not even, okay. <sighs> Form of thought. It's not even like the Phoebe Buffet thing where it's like a childlike wonder. Okay, sure. To yeah. things. It's like, you're fucking stupid. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> like, there's just like, so, like, yeah, there's yeah, just yeah, there yeah, are yeah. things, there are things that he does that are not just like a, a child, like thirty year old, and are just like I don't know how, like, like I'm gonna touch the stove because I don't know how ovens work. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like there's, it's like either you're won over by that in uh-huh. this movie or with any Will Ferrell movie, but like this one especially. Like I think, like you're either you're either bought bought into his whole thing or yeah. you're not, you know. And like, well, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like, like sure, I like Will Ferrell. Like I like him. I think I think he's I think he's very funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mo- this movie does not work for me at all. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there, there you go. Um, uh, oh, I love this note that I wrote. Walking through the Lincoln Tunnel post 9-11? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> he just walks the entire length of the Lincoln Tunnel. This movie was was made in 2003. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Away it? Probably shot in 2002. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, there's no way. Um, so, I just, like, that just, like, struck me as very funny. There was yeah, something else, too, where I was like, Nope. Yeah, I think I mean. Oh, 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 oh! The whole the whole end of the movie, something falls, f- crashes out of the sky into Central Park, yeah. and everyone is chill about it. Yeah, nope, yeah. no, they're not. Yeah, <laughs> no, no they are not. not. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think. I mean, for me, I just I think I love the the. I think the direction and editing of this movie is really well done, and I think that mm-hmm. Will Ferrell's great in it, and like, you know, throws himself into that character, and it's like. I mean, I think there's, for me, it's like, it's just, it's, for me, it just works and it's great. And like, you know, whatever, like, Mm -hmm. like his whole just 100% devotion to like, you know, eating spaghetti with maple syrup on it or, or, and like, and. Oh yeah. He fully goes for it. And that part of it is great. Right. And I think that the movie also is really deftly directed Mm -hmm. in that. It doesn't feel too long. It doesn't, it doesn't let those, like, I'm sure the left on the cutting room stuff of this is like out, like days and days of footage. You know what I mean? And I feel like I've seen a lot of movies with funny people in them Mm -hmm. that kind of let scenes go on too long because the people are funny. Yeah. And for me, it's like they get the best beats of Will Ferrell saying like, you sit on a throne of lies to the fake Santa Claus and the Macy's or whatever. And then we're out, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and then they're yeah, fighting yeah. and we're done. Like, like to me, I really respect this movie for how, um, tight it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I really like, I mean, I remember the, and I, I feel like the best part of the movie mm-hmm. to me is the sequence when he first gets to New York Yeah, and, he's, and it's, it's Louis Prima playing and he's like, running around and he's just like, oh, I'm going to take these flyers because these people are handing me flyers. Yeah. Oh, this sign says world's best cup of coffee. I'm going to run in and congratulate everyone. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do the, the, what are they called? 
Revolving doors. Revolving doors. I was like, spinny time? <laughs> um, I'm going to do the revolving doors at, like as if it's a ride or whatever. And yeah. I just think um, it's just it's just fun. And I think like, e- and I don't mean this like, I don't mean this as a, uh, like, like I, th- I think this is true. Either you are, either you, you go with that or you don't. And I think both are valid. Mm-hmm. But I, but I'm just saying like, I go with it. Yeah. Personally. Um, I'm going to come back to that in one second. I just want to say, cause we were talking about the revolving door. This is, I'm going to say the only exception to the vomit is not funny rule. <laughs> Because that scene is funny. <laughs> and you want to know why it's funny? You don't see the vomit. You don't hear the vomit. Yeah. He just you runs up him. to a trash can. Yeah. And fully, the, yeah. the Christmas music comes up and then he goes back to the yep. revolving doors. Perfect. Mwah. Chef's kiss. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I hear what you're saying about either you go with it or not. I think there's something about that that is making me feel defensive because it feels like uh, you're saying that like, like, Oh, well, either like you're cool and chill and you think it's funny or like you're lame and you think it's not funny. I know it's not what you're saying, but that definitely is what it feels like. Also, I don't necessarily think that's true for me. I think that some of it works. Some of it is funny. Yeah. And then some of it is just absurd and and not earned. Um, uh, so I don't, so I don't know that I necessarily agree with like either you go with it or you don't. I think a lot of it, I'm going with it. And then, and then there's something that bumps and I'm just like, Oh, I'm out of it now. It does have like a million iconic lines and iconic things that happen. You sit on the throne of lies. I like smiling. Smiling is my favorite Santa. I know him. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Like, you know, it's, it's definitely made its way firmly into the lexicon is that what the phrase yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. Um, the thing I don't understand mm-hmm. about this movie, mm-hmm. my big note. Uh-huh. So James Kahn uh-huh. is a children's book publisher. <laughs> uh-huh. He's not. He doesn't head the company. He just works at a publishing firm, and he, I guess he heads the children's division. Yeah. They seem to publish one book per quarter, <laughs> which uh-huh. comes out when the boss says, "Like we're publishing." Like a second book this quarter, like a book early next quarter, yeah, or whatever. Um, so he he works at a publishing company, publishes one book per quarter, and has a nice apartment on Central Park West. <laughs> I don't buy it. No not idea even, what his wife does. Not even in the early two thousands. Yeah, she doesn't have a job. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. Yeah, I feel like I wanted that whole. Um, the whole like publishing dad like office thing to be um Hudsucker proxy. It's so Hudsucker proxy. I thought that with the mailroom. Right. But yeah. I just I wanted it to be I wanted them to like click that up a couple notches. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yep. And I understand why that doesn't completely work because part of the comedy of the film is the contrast between Buddy the Elf and the real world. Yeah. Um so you can't also have the real world be absurd. But I just, I don't know. I wanted more. Cause then it's like his boss comes in and I'm like, wait, is he afraid of his boss? Cause the mm-hmm. whole point is that his dad is on the naughty list. Cause he sucks. Right. But then it's like, Oh, but here's this other guy who also sucks and is the same level of suck. And it's like there, there, I needed there to be contrast between that. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, so I just wanted, I guess more from that whole scene. Amy Sedaris, Amy, has like Amy, nothing to do. You got but Amy Sedaris, Andy I'm just Richter, happy she's there. Kyle Gass. Yeah. You got a real oh, life. Kyle Gass, Jack Black. That's the connection. Oh my God. Wow. 
Um, um, but uh, I have a note here because <laughs> we haven't talked about her at all. Zoe Deschanel is in this movie mm-hmm. as like the love interest for some reason. Like that seems very like, well, why though? Like why? Why I does get, he have a love interest? Yeah. Like oh, okay, I think, I and, and like that, that's part of the one, one of the bumps for me. It's like, well, he can't act like a five-year-old and then also like get a date with this girl. Well, it's weird because he's a, he's like 15 years older than her mm-hmm. acting 15 years younger than her. Right. But also horny for her. Yeah, it's so, weird. It's uh, but, weird. Yeah, Elf is horny. That's um, right. <laughs> oh, I said it. Um, my note is, she mutters her weird ass name, and it's super similar to Zoe. Do another take, guys. Because <laughs> the character's name is Jovi. Yeah, right. Which I, by the way, looked up on Baby Name Wizard. No data for it. <laughs> <laughs> There's like one person who commented like, my name is Jovi. It's pretty cool. Peace and blessings to you, ma'am. Yeah. But like, it's not like it happened. And I was like, I've seen this movie before and I don't remember what her name is. And I was like, what is her name? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I had to ask you. Yeah. 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 Do another take. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I also wrote who sings baby. It's cold outside by themselves. <laughs> yeah. Just the one part. That is weird. She's really, but you know, what's funny is that I remember when this movie came out, I don't think baby it's cold outside was such a well-known song. No. Yeah. And I feel like in the two thousands, it became a huge song. Partly because of this movie, and then partly because of the conversation of like, hey, you know it's date rapey. And yeah. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Baby is cold outside is date rapey. We're all on board <laughs> with all these things. We can stop talking about them. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think like you're totally right, and I had the same exact thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was funny because I didn't have that thought until this time. Mm. Where I was like, oh yeah, that is weird. But I think at the time it was like, oh, she's singing this old Christmas tune. Yeah. But maybe again, it weird. could be just my ignorance. Um, but also I, her character is just nothing. Like there's no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. She doesn't really have much going on. No. Um, I, watching it this time, I was definitely, because we watched it last year with our daughter. Mm. And she was like, yeah, this is funny. But she wasn't, she, you know, she wasn't like enamored of it or anything. But she yeah. was like, she was into it for the the time we were watching it. Yeah. But, um, and I, so we were watching it this time and I was like, so it's, you know, I, I've seen it within the last year or at least a year ago Mm -hmm. and i was kind of thinking like oh i'll and i know that you know i kind of know that you're not that into this movie um and so i was kind of like oh watching it this time will probably be just like let's get through this and i'll make some notes or whatever and i was still really charmed i still like laughed a lot like Mm -hmm. him whole like handing a big bag of spaghetti to mary (laughs) seenburgen like saying he made lunch and just like there's just like a lot of really funny bits yeah and he's so funny and i like you know, it really, like, I was charmed once more. Charmed <laughs> once more, I'll say. There is one scene where he and his brother get into an elevator. Yeah. And they're jumping. Yeah. And I, like, full body cringe, head in my sweatshirt, feet in the air, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Not, not your fave. <laughs> not your fave. I was like, I feel like I'm going to have a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not your fave. Well done. <laughs> yeah, they were doing, that was like a fun thing they were doing. Oh, we're going to go in the elevator and just jump, jump as up hard and as down. we can. Yeah. And I, I don't remember ever doing that. It was like <gasps> a fun thing. But, no. you know, it's, it was, it was a, 
this experience. Yeah. You were not having it. I well, it's just that's just terrifying. Yeah. I don't like elevators anyway. You don't jumping in elevators? Hell no. No. Um, I don't have a lot of notes because um, I was just having such a great time. Such a great time. <laughs> oh, I did write. I love this portrayal of cops as evil as fuck. Oh, in the end? In the end. They're yeah. like the four horsemen of the apocalypse, which yeah, is Yeah, that great. ending goes on for a long time. It's a long it really does. climax. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I would hope that's what she said. She deserves it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, she's had a hard day. Yeah. I. It's. Do I hate this movie? No. Uh, is it one? Is it a, a holiday movie that I'm ever going to like reach for? No. Great. Should we move on? Well, is it available streaming? Fubo.com, baby. Wow. Still don't know Elf what it is. Elf is not available on any streaming service. I no, find you, that, we can buy it, but it's not like... Right, but I find that really hard to believe. That's shocking to me because it's so like... Yeah. In the, in the thing. Yeah, you would think they'd want some Elf. I don't know what... Maybe it's like a universal movie and it'll be on Peacock or something. I don't know. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Who can say? All right. Elf. Elf. Uh, should we make a pick? I guess so. Um, I, I mean, we could not be more diametrically opposed <laughs> on this one. What's it going to be? Can I think. An immigrant walk into a room diametrically opposed. I think, uh, the holiday mm-hmm. brings you more joy than elf brings me. And I think you will definitely watch The Holiday again. Yes. And I will not definitely watch Elf again anytime soon. Is my f- initial feeling. Okay. How do you feel? I mean, I, like, I agree with you. <laughs> Great. I mean, like, I, you know, like... I don't, I would like to not get rid of the holiday, but I also know that you like Elf. So, like, I don't want to. Yeah, I do like Elf a lot, but I don't. You listed it as one of your top three. Top three Christmas movies. I don't need a Christmas movie. I need Halloween <laughs> movies. Uh, you know, like, I, there's movies that I value. Elf, I val- I like a lot, but I don't, I don't need it. And we watched it already with our kid, and she was like, yeah, this is funny. Yeah. Yeah. And I well, know and I that- also feel like. Of the two, it is more likely that the holiday will not be available in the future than it is that Elf will not be. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The holiday is more likely to be cut from a streaming access. Sure. I could see that. Um, yeah, Elf, feel. I'm surprised there's not, like, two Elf sequels and, like, yeah. an Elfiverse. I know they did, like, a, uh Elf, like, holiday special, like, claymation or something. There's a musical. Oh, there's also a musical. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I, I'm, yeah. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, anyway. I agree with you. That's all. <laughs> all right. Well, R.I.P. Elf. R.I.P. Elf. I thought that was going to be more difficult, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. Thank you, Elf. Thank you, Elf. We appreciate Thank you for the you. laughs. The laughs. Um, the good times. Yeah. Uh, the, there was a tear in my eye at the end when they're all singing. I do like that. Yeah, I do like when they're all singing at the end. It really does. It feels like um, uh, the end of Ghostbusters 2, <laughs> where the Statue of Liberty is dancing to higher and higher. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. It feels like a very inspirational, nice ending. And I it like does. that. It feels like what they wanted to, wanted, um, you mess with one of us, you mess with all yeah. of us to be. That's what they wanted it in to Spider-Man, be. In Spider-Man. It wasn't. In the first Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. It all circle, comes back baby. to Spider-Man. Full um, circle. No, that's totally true. Uh, yeah, that doesn't work in that Spider-Man movie for no, me. No, it doesn't. For me. Great. Great. Should we pick next week's death match? Let's pick it. Let's pick our next holiday matchup. Hey, Siri. Hmm? Pick a number between 1 and 54. A random number between 1 and 54 is 28. 28. L.A. Confidential. <laughs> I've never seen that. Well, it's great. <laughs> and it includes Christmas, I assume. It does, yeah, it does. In like a big way. It's not it's not a it's not like a oh, it all takes place in on Christmas Day. Yeah. But it definitely like it there's a big Christmas element to the to the the plot of it, yeah. Yeah. Alrighty, let's see what's going up against it. Hey Siri. Mm-hmm. Pick a number between one and fifty-four. A random number between 1 and 54 is 36. 36 is riding in cars with boys. Oh! Wait, have you seen that? No. Oh I've my gosh. Uh, well, get ready for it, because it's a doozy. I haven't seen it in a while. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Great. <laughs> LA Confidential versus riding in cars with boys. The Christmasiest <laughs> movies you could possibly think of. I am like 98% sure that there's a Christmas scene in Riding in Cars with Boys. Like, I can think of what the scene is. Okay. So, so I, good. There I feel go. like. All right. I feel like that's. We're in. We're pretty sure. And LA Confidential, I know, has Christmas in it. <laughs> I mean, we crushed it. Yeah. Well, there it is. There All it right. Is. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening, especially if you made it this far. We're DVD Deathmatch in all of the places. The Instagram, the Twitters, the Gmails, the Horror Quad Web. Please get in touch. Tell us how your Christmassy season is going. Great. Come back next week and see who survives. DVD, DVD Deathmatch. It is. It, mm. <laughs> it is. I was trying to say indeed and it does at the same time. It is. <laughs> it, is. it is the holiday. <laughs> it's the holiday. Oh, God. <laughs>